Hey guys, thanks for checking out the Bucked Up Podcast. If you wouldn't mind just hitting the subscribe button, like, sharing the video. We have new episodes coming out every Monday and Thursday. Enjoy. This episode is sponsored by Exotic Roots Hydro, which I have to give a huge shout out to. They are a huge supporter of the podcast, and I'm really happy to be working with them. If you're ever in Rochester, New York, and you need to learn about any of your hydroponic needs, go to their shop. You can follow them at Exotic Roots Hydro on Instagram. Shout out their whole team. They have an amazing venue space. Uh, They're going to be putting on tons of events. Just make sure to follow Exotic Roots Hydro on Instagram. And if you're ever in Rochester, definitely stop by. Let's get back into it. It was at this moment that he knew he bucked up. Now you fucked up. Thank you for coming on. This is a real honor to talk to you. I'm a man, but I do. You said you the, you did DMT in Colombia, overlooking the mountains. I want to hear that story. That I sure well. did. Uh, we were just chilling. We were just chilling in a penthouse on a balcony. We had a shaman come coach us through it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was seeing shit. How long ago was it? That was like what two and a half years ago, like two Christmases ago. Was there like a clear before and after, or was it just like another experience? I, you know what, it didn't really like completely live up to the hype for me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was like I was seeing shit for like nine minutes, but I wasn't really seeing that much. You yeah. Know what I'm I just got like a, I guess I had like a minor epiphany. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And everyone had like real extreme ones. You said you were had, laughing and shit? Yeah, to me, I was like, some, like my homie was crying. You know, my other homie's eyes were like popping out of his head. What'd you I was see? Kind of chuckling. I don't know. I saw like a, like a kaleidoscope kind of thing in the sky. Yeah, that's. And then it was something telling me like, you know, I'm gonna be all right. I was like, all right. <laughs> that's so. Because when you come out of it, like literally, when I came out of it, I was like, I just need to enjoy shit. And it's like, Facts. duh. Facts. But in the moment, you don't. I I took the first hit because you're supposed to do like the three hits. I took the first hit and I didn't break through, and the shaman was like, uh, "Are you afraid of death?" And I was like, what? The? I've been thinking about that. And then he's like, are you afraid? And I was like, you know what? No, I'm not afraid of death because I'm not. Like, I know I'm on a certain path. And when I'm taken off that path, then that's life. But, like, I'm not scared of it. And he's like, all right, take the second hit. I take the second hit, and I see a wolf face, like, right there. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, all right, I could either open my eyes or I could deal with this fucking wolf face. So I just stare at the wolf, and then the wolf's face opens up like a door. So, and that's I take the third hit, and that's when I blasted off and saw whatever's the dude on that Tool album cover. You know, the dude with the three eyes and the just whatever god-like creature you're supposed to see. And he told me to enjoy life. Incredible. <laughs> that was like four days ago. <laughs> that was four days ago. Yeah, that was like four or five days ago. Oh, you're funny, bro. <laughs> well, you're a mushroom dude too. You like mushrooms. Right, yeah, I, I see do. what the I the fungus. Shout out fungus. Absolutely, that shit fungus is. in the building. Yes, sir. I fucking those are amazing. I love that. Thank you very much, man. We um tried to make sure we were delivering some quality product, a uh, a cool, refreshing drink. <laughs> I feel like that's what people need. Like mushrooms is really the only like yeah, like I mean, weed yeah. well, and mushrooms. Thing, and that's the thing too. Like fungus is different, right? Like because people will get it fucked up and think it's like. When they think of mushrooms, they think of like seeing shit and seeing colors and shit. That's not what fungus is about. Unless you want it to be about that, then 
you have the control to take it there. Yeah. But fungus, I like to call it, the slogan for me is it's a mood massage. Mm, that's it's a good way to put it. It's a mood massage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then if you want to get fucking wacky with it, then, you know what I'm saying, drink fucking three or four of them. Tr- you know Trillmatic? Yeah, he drank true. fucking seven of them one day when I was with he him. He was in the chasing suit. it. Yeah, bro, he's wild. For that, that though, shit. you might as well just fucking eat the mushrooms. That's what I mean. But they do taste good. That's what I mean. Like yeah, yeah, I just want to keep really drinking good. it. Um, fungus hot chocolate coming soon as well. Damn, winter time with uh, the hot chocolate. Shit is really good. I feel like yeah, like a gram is a perfect. You can just go chill. I was at the Benny show last night on a gram of mushrooms. Just like. Yeah, it's a good yeah. chill time. I was in the mall the other day. Yeah, just chilling. What gram. was the first time you did them? Mushrooms. Yeah. Uh, first time I did them shits, I was like, uh, what was I like? Uh, I was in college. I was in college. I might have been like twenty years old, nineteen. Where'd you go? I didn't go anywhere. So my bitch ass roommate was supposed to. Spit I mean, it. to college. Oh, everywhere. I went at the time. I was at Rutgers though. Um. My corny ass roommate was supposed to split an eighth with me, right? And then at the last minute, he like bitched out. Um, and I was hyped about it because our other roommate was a fucking mycologist. So he like looked at it and he was like, yeah, these are gonna be great, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So then, um, you know, I just like going for it. I ate the whole shit myself. So I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> An he eighth like, yeah, of the first to a party. Time. Like I just sat there <laughs> and fucking lost my mind. It was incredible. Had you like crazy? Yeah, that sh- I remember the complete like a before and after. You're like, I didn't even know shit like this existed. I oh, didn't know there bro. was other. I didn't know my mind could work like this. Bro, I was watching like a fucking Yankees game, and every player was like a different animal. <laughs> the shit was nuts. It was crazy. <laughs> that shit. I remember crazy. the first time I did it was in college. I did it by myself. Took like three grams. Same thing. I took like ten showers. I swear to God. And one time, my friend was like. In the dorms, you know, like the dorm showers. Friends like, dude, that's like the fifth shower you've taken. What's going on? I went, don't judge me. (laughs) (laughs) Now I can control that shit. But that first time was too strong. First time is intense. First time is intense. Man, the first time I heard your music was 2016, which was at Eternity's Gate off of um, Van Ghost with Uncle John. I don't know. I'm going to fact check you. I don't think that was 2016, but... Go on. Van Ghost was definitely 2016. No way. Van Ghost came out after Aguardiente, which is my album with Big Ghost. And if I'm not mistaken, my album with Big Ghost came out in 2018. Oh, real? I do know that your album I, came out with Big Ghost in 2018. I could be fucked up. No, I wanted to ask you well, how did you wrong, how did you start sure working wrong. with Big Ghost? Because I thought it was before that. Because your project with them, that's one of my that's like one of my favorite Big Ghost and Thank your you. project. Thank you very much. Um, we linked up like in 2017, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think the first time I had rapped on one of his beats was on, um, the Cocaine Beach album. And at that point, you know, a couple months later or whatever, we just communicated and we were both down to do it. We made it happen. You had been, how long have you been like working? Cause you've been rapping for a minute, but like you started to get your shine like 2017, 2018. I mean, let's, you know, semantics, because rapping for a minute doesn't sound good. Like, there's no, I've been rapping for a long time. I haven't been <laughs> rapping for a long time. I've been just having fun for a long time, writing, freestyling for a long time, for sure. Mm-hmm. Going for it professionally, not a whole, you know what I'm saying? Maybe like six, seven years. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying? And Damn. The last five, 
All right. What made you take it professionally? Like, take it, take yourself serious to be like, I'm going to be a professional. You got to be like crazy. Yeah. You got to be a fucking lunatic, honestly. Um, but I was just like fucking either crazy or stupid enough to be like, no, I could do it. I, I'm a fucking stand up comedian. I understand. You have to have a mental illness for that shit. Well, did which you? Is, which, uh, would I, I would have done that if I wasn't rapping. <laughs> did you always have in the back of your mind that you wanted to do it, like, or was it just like one day you're like, fuck it, nah, this is it. I mean, I always like liked rapping shit and like rapping and, you know, um, making people react, whether it be making people laugh or making them make the fucking fart face, like, ooh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, or yeah. girls being like, oh, you know, on the tip, whatever. Um, so I've always enjoyed that. That I've been able to do since I was like in fucking middle school. But um, the actual professional aspect of it definitely took a long time. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't even know what that entailed. You know, you kind of just, you're young and you think you recorded a couple songs, you know, in your basement and shit's going to pop. And that's not how it works. So what does it take? Like, what are the first steps? I have no idea. I don't <laughs> fucking know. I don't know what I'm doing here. No, I would say... Um, you know, I mean, I don't know what it takes, right? I think it's not going to take the same thing for everyone. You know, everyone's got to have their own twist on it. Um, but for me, I guess it was, um, like I said, just being crazy enough, just really sticking to my shit. Like, you know, doing the kind of music I was doing when it wasn't very popular. You yeah. Know what I'm saying 2008, 2007, making the kind of shit that, like a lot of rhymes that, like Aguardiente, you say you like that album a lot. A lot of those rhymes... Like, I really did write them, you know, almost a decade prior. Oh, shit. for real? So you, you, would pull, you were pulling back? You weren't, like... I was pulling back. I had to because I think when, like, the first shit... Like, when I, you know, when I when shit started buzzing for me, um, it was, like, a it was like day and night. I wasn't used to, like, people checking for me like that. So I wanted to, like, feed the demand. Yeah. And I wasn't 100% sure that my pen could keep up with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. At the time. Now I know I can sit here and write crazy like five minutes, ten minutes, no problem. But at the time I was a little worried about it. So I started digging in the vault and pulling out old shit. And obviously not just spitting it the way it was back then, like fine tuning it, doing some editing and shit like that. But um so I would say like back to your question, just sticking to your guns, you know, like doing shit that you like what you like, doing what you like. Doing what you like. Did you always have your flow, your style? Yeah, for sure. I mean, and it's gone through like evolutions and shit. And obviously, you know, I derive inspiration from everything from other artists to life experiences and shit like that. Yeah. I think I have like a million bags I can get into really when it comes to styles. You know what I'm saying? I, totally. I remember one of the first projects I think I heard you was, was the one with Kuns. Coons, yeah, Coons. I don't even know how to say it. Yeah, that, and that, I, I was listening to that yesterday, and I was like, oh, shit, I forgot how different this was because I hadn't gone back to it in, like, probably a year or so. Yeah, a lot of dudes make the same album 50 times. I don't want to do that. No, compl well, fucking your Mugs albums, the the one you just dropped, and... It's different from the first one. Completely, and the beats you picked for the... Oh, did you pick those beats, or were those beats... Did he send, like, a larger pack, or did he send those beats directly to you? Well, now, nah, first of all, you know, everything we, we we cook up in person, so there's no, like... Oh, it's all... It. You do it yeah, all in... No. All right. Do you go out there to do it? Um, well, we did both albums in Colombia. Most of, you know, most of both albums, we just went to Colombia and did them. Oh, so you recorded those in Colombia? Yeah. Not that makes sense, because I don't know what that even means, but it yeah. does, because it's such, like, a yep. natural, unlike anything else. 
Yeah, nah. So, um, but that's just like him playing mad shit and just, you know. And we always do like a lot of shit when we do an album. There's probably like off this album, there's probably like I don't know, maybe eight, ten songs that we took off mm -hmm. to either never put out or put on something else. You know what I'm saying? Why'd you guys go to Columbia to record the first time? Um, that's I don't know. I don't know if there's like a rhyme or reason. It was mad organic. I remember having only met him one time prior. It was the only time we had met and we worked and we did a couple songs in LA. First time I met him. Um and I remember the album with Skiz, Wet Dirt, was about to come out. And I had been working like nonstop from like the first album up until the Skiz album and um you know, like shows, traveling, it was just a lot. So I had like not been to Columbia in 12 years. So I was like, yo, I'm gonna go to Columbia and um, chill out for a little bit and try to recharge. You know, I don't wanna burn myself out. Yeah. And it had crossed my mind to like invite Muggs because in talking, we had talked a lot about traveling and, you know, like just coming from where I'm from, you don't meet that many like worldly people or people who are down to get on a plane at the drop of a dime. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll let him know and see if he wants to pull up. You know what I'm saying? I'll show him around. And then I remember, like, maybe a couple days later, he hits me up, and before, I was going to mention it, and before I could even say anything, he was like, um, yo, you have family in Colombia, right? And I was like, why are you asking? Why are you asking? And that was it. He was like, yo, we out. I was like, okay, let's go. Let's do the album over there. So how long did that take? That album take to make the first time when you were out there? Um, I mean, look, granted, we did a couple songs. Like, a couple songs on that album we did, like, from our first session together in L.A., you know what I'm saying? But most yeah. of it we did in Colombia. And you did that for the newest one too? You went out Same there? thing, yeah. Like we had songs that we had maybe done, like Tony Tucci we did in LA. Mm -hmm. um, but most of the album, I would say like 80% of the album got recorded in Colombia in both cases. And we spend about a week. And that's not really a full week being spent on recording because we're chilling, we're doing videos. Yeah. So if I had to like talk about the time spent, probably like two three days if that to do all the recording damn and then how the the stove god feature come together for that uh we were just thinking about you know i was thinking about who i wanted to you know put on the album like because when i did the second when we did the second album i know for me like i wanted to make it um i wanted to make it feel like uh different than the first album but a cousin like a you know mm -hmm. i wanted you to see the you know the the thread that we use the two together so in in doing that i was thinking about how i wanted the art to feel similar i wanted the the features to to be similar in the sense that like the first album had two features one of them was someone from my camp and another one was someone who i was really fucking with at the moment so i brought that to the second album so that's why on the second album you know i have rlx on a track and then when it was coming down to who i thought should be that feature that's not part of my crew yeah stove was like a no-brainer no-brainer yeah he's Super, had a yeah, he's, he's had a killer killer two years for sure and i just saw him on tour too with conway and he killed it Dope. so you you said you were, you were you were born in jersey or were you born in columbia yeah i was born in jersey well, you said bergen county bergen county you know do you ever hear of the comedian joey diaz of course. Yeah, he's from that yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. That's like one of my like idols. Yeah. Like he, nah, he's, Ill. he's the re I just didn't know if had you he's ever fucking hilarious. Nah, that's I how I knew Bergen County because when I heard uh -huh. you rap, I was like, oh shit! Like, nah. Some of my friends have seen like, um, rest in peace. I think he died. Uh, Artie Lang died, right? He, did Artie Lang yeah, he died? Died? I don't know. Fuck, he lost it. His nose died. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Like some of my people have run into him. He looks like Voldemort. Yeah. 
wild. Yeah, wild. A lot of people in Jersey, though. Well, I, you guys have very similar energies, I feel like. the Ooh, me and Artie you, Lang? No, you and Diaz. Jesus you and Joey Christ. Diaz. Not Artie Lang. Nah, he's late. You and he's Joey Diaz. still alive, according to Google. No, but you my and Joey bad. Diaz, you guys have like a, so? I mean, he's a wild, he's like, like, like a fucking animal. He's like crazy. He's like a fucking. You said you were crazy. He's explosive. I'm like low key crazy, though. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like super like, you know, I don't say a lot. Yeah, but on tracks you do. do Your art is like Yeah, yeah, for sure. Then there you go. Maybe if Joey Diaz rapped, he'd be Crime Apple. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Like when I'm on st I mean, when cameras are on and when I'm on stage, I'm pretty like lively. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. usually I'm a very like quiet person. But it like there's like a switch that I turn on. Like does, do you feel that way in the booth and shit? Well, like you're rapping, it's a very it's a lot more energy than you have in like yeah no 100 percent. even like for shows and shit it's like you know like you you know it's like someone kicks you off a cliff so what are you gonna do yeah i love that fucking fly do you get nervous still like of course and then of you can course. use that shit to no, like of course. unleash I mean, someone told me a long time ago that when you stop being nervous maybe you should think about doing something else because it's not the same that's some real shit you know what i'm saying yeah and you still get nervous Hundred percent. Do you get nervous to release music, or is that just kind of like fuck it? I want to. This I is what like, I, I guess. I don't know if like nervous. But on stage, going out, right word, yeah. But there's like always like a sense of like, I don't know, like a little bit. I don't know if anxiety is the right word. I don't know what to call it, but it's that feeling of like anticipation, eagerness. You want to see what's gonna happen. Yeah. You, know, you don't know what's gonna happen, and that's a cool feeling. What was your path, like your life path, before you took rap seriously? My life path. I don't know. What does that mean? Like, did you have, like, something that you were like, this is what I'm going to be working on, or were you lost until you found, like, music? Um, nah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, my life path was, like, I was kind of just chilling. I, you know, I had, I think I was fortunate enough to have, like, um, options, right? Like, we grew up, like, lower middle class Mm -hmm. Um, and I had every example, you know what I'm saying? I had family members that used drugs, family members that sold drugs, family members that were fucking, you know, uh, had good jobs. You know, my mother's a teacher. So it could have gone a million different ways. Um, and I kind of just always absorbed a little bit of everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which I'm grateful for. I think it made me pretty well-rounded. Um, in terms of what my life path might have been before music, I mean... It might have just been me fucking, you know, making... I definitely would have been making music. That's the thing I know. Like, that's why I know I'm doing the right thing because a lot of people might get into music and it's like, because it's like for cloudy reasons. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was really going to make music no matter what, even if no one was hearing it. I mean, I made music forever without playing it for anybody. Like, I used to make music just for my friends because they liked it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I spent a good two years making music, like writing rhymes just to see how much I can make Buck Dudley laugh. <laughs> that was like the goal. It was like, oh, he's going to Oh, so you guys knew each other before, like. Oh, yeah. We're going on like 15 years now. That's oh, shit. Yeah, really? Okay. I didn't, know, I didn't know that you guys knew each other before all that. Oh, no, of course. We, like, yeah, way back. What way Were back. you making music with him before, like, you mm -hmm. put it out? A hundred percent, yeah. A lot of shit that we did, like, on the first album, Metralleta, um, a lot of those songs were from an album that we did, again, like, 2009 or something.
and we just like revamped and cleaned it up. But I go back with him. So back. you really do have the same style if you can pull all that stuff back, like. Uh, of course, have, of course. I, you know, I have definitely have the receipts. You know. Yeah. Now I wasn't as like, you know, I wasn't as sure of the style back then. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, like, yeah, I could pull up a lot of shit from back then. But at the same time, I could pull up shit where I was, like, trying other shit because I wasn't sure if that was going to work. Yeah. So I would, like, you know, I've rapped on fucking dubstep beats. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At the time, cause that shit was lit to me, right? Is that shit out? Can people hear that? Nah. Hell, fuck <laughs> The same way you can't, you know, but, like, that, that, was, that was a time. Like, it was just, like, you know, it was different. I've gone through all phases, you know what I'm saying? I've gone, through, you know, I've gone through get money phases. I've gone through, like, fuck money. I'm just going to be a fucking hippie. And then we're getting money again. And then it's like, yo, you know what? Fucking, we're going to sell dope now. You know what? We're going to move furniture. You know what? Now we're going to be a substitute teacher. Like, <laughs> You were you know a substitute saying? teacher? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. While you were rapping? Um, I mean, I was like, I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, like, while you were, no, like, while, while you, you had albums, that, while, no, you had, while you had, oh, oh, I thought no, you were no. like, you went from a concert back. and then the next day oh, you're nah, like nah, teaching nah. science and nah, shit. Hell, nah, you couldn't do it. <laughs> I remember hilarious. I realized that shit when, was not it for me because I, like, I fucking, um, I got high on my lunch break once when I was substituting one day and I came back and I was supposed to like, I guess there was kids in the class who were supposed to take like a different kind of test, <laughs> yeah. maybe like an easier one or yeah. something. And my dumb ass, mad high, I come back and I give everyone the same test. And then I realized like there's 10 minutes left in the class and I'm just like so high and I don't even know what to do. <laughs> so like I go give these like two or three kids like their test that they were supposed to take and they're like looking at me like what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like panicking. I just give them like twenty dollars each. I'm like, I'm you sorry, can't. I, I, I was like, oh, I don't know. Go buy some. <laughs> I never did. I never substitute taught again though. That's did, they, did, did they snitch on you? I I, I I know I wrote a note to the teacher. I was like, oh, yeah. I fucked up. <laughs> yo, that's I was like, yo, I fucked up. And that's I why never I'm... did that job again. No one never would again. No one would ever guess this for me, and I shouldn't do it. But I used to run an archery camp for children on Cape Cod on Cape Jesus Cod. Christ. I know. And that was the only time I couldn't smoke. Like it was like I'm in charge not of a, kids yeah, with a, a, a fucking weapons. That's I can't not a good idea. I can't that's be like blazing and then fucking these kids are shooting each other yeah, with that's an arrow. Crazy. That's not I'll get arrested for that. That's crazy. That is crazy. You said it was day and night for you and you were trying like when you had to figure it all out, what was that like day and night was there like a moment oh yeah not for sure i think anyone who's like really following me from day one knows that i went on um static selector show on shay 45 and rapped for like 10 minutes you know what i'm saying yeah um you know many would say it's one of the greatest freestyles ever uh and that shit like you know everything was like just felt different literally from the moment i got in the elevator and went downstairs and just walked out the building and was like oh here we go what did it feel like going in the elevator beforehand, like on the way up? I mean, you know, you got like the regular fucking. Did you know, you know you, it was going to be, be in... different? Like, did you know that was going to be a different moment? I had to, yeah, of course. I mean, part of, of course, I had to, yeah, definitely knew I was, you know, because I wouldn't have even sought out, you know, like I, I was looking for that opportunity. So I had hit him and I was trying to do anyone's show. I was like trying to, like, you know, fuck, like, let me rap on your show. Let me, let me do that shit live. Because one thing is for you to get the SoundCloud link and disregard it. But if I do this shit in front of you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like going to like, if you're watching the chef cook right in front of you. Well, that's like, I was, I interviewed Mark from Top Shelf Premium, shout out, literally right after he came 
from your Rosenberg freestyle. Yeah. And man, the, just the excitement in his voice, like hearing him talk about how you killed that. And then when I wa- got to watch it, I was like, there is something different about like. No, nah, for imper- sure. It's so, so different when you get to see it with your own two eyes and it's right in front of you. You know what I mean? So I knew that I needed something like that. And then once I got to do that, shout out to Static. I always appreciate that. Um, yeah, like shit just changed. You know what I'm saying? Like shit just yeah. changed, and it was there was actually like wind behind the sails. Is that how you met Static? Was to reach out to be on the show? Um, nah. You know what? Funny enough, um, a f- I wouldn't say if like a friend of mine knew some kid, a friend of mine that I used to rap with back in the day, my dog Jacob, um, some kid that he knew, um. I guess it reached out to me and was trying to like, he was like a weird dude. His name was Duff Rob, super weird dude. I'll kill him if I see him actually, but he was a really fucking weird guy. And he was like super, he was one of those like wannabe like A&R dudes who's like, yo, I'll fucking Um, introduce you to Jay-Z type of fucking guys. Yeah. And I'm starting he, to deal with those people now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and he had hit me up, and I had hit my man's like, "Yo, like, what's up with? I know you know this kid." And he, my man's was like, "Listen, bro, take it with a grain of salt. Like, I guess he does kind of know some people, but he's definitely gonna embellish." So one night, he's like, "Yo, I want to take you to a Static Selectors album release party or whatever," and um, you know, me and my man's go, and he's like, "Fucking." We, like, went on a path train from New Jersey. It was, like, deep. I remember, like, a lot of walking. And I remember being, like, really ready. Like, if this kid's lying right now, like, we were going to fucking beat the shit out of this kid. Yeah. We were, like, fucking sweating. And um, sure enough, though, you know, he did bring us to an album release party. And uh, my boy was, like, doing, like, the friend manager thing at the time. And all I really remember from the night was, like, you know, us, like, meeting Static and shit. And I'll give him credit. You know, he was cool enough that my mans played, like, the video for him a music video or something Mm -hmm. and he like sat and watched it with like headphones on in the middle of an album release party oh shit lights low and music blasting and i don't know what happened after that i think maybe we didn't follow up the right way or you know what i mean like yeah he was like you know um not really feeling it and being nice i don't know um but i remember when i reached out to go up to the radio i figured hey you know I have this real story that I could put as an anecdote instead of it just being a whack generic message that he's probably getting a million of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like, yo, hey, I met you at the population control album release party and you know, you fucked with my video. Yeah. I don't know if that made a difference, but I thought it was, you know, a neat thing to include in there. No, that's the that's the real thing. That's why like stand out and shit. I hate that I hate when people reach out with some generic message or whatever. It's like I don't know. I do like the reaching out, but you have to actually have something. Yeah, like you gotta have something. And the worst, you, the shit that really fucking gets me tight is when people come with the um, like they start listing who they worked with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah that shit is like it's like yo, like name dropping and shit. Yeah, it's like Kumo D is my godfather. I'm like yo, <laughs> bro, get the fuck out of here, bro. Yo, yeah, nah, that shit. I hate that shit. <laughs> if you're dope, you're dope. Like you don't need to do that shit. No, know? it is like a like a an energy thing. I don't know how. Like you can just tell when someone's nah, yeah, the vibes, like the vibes are transparent for sure. Yeah, that's why. Like I don't know. It is just like when people ask like how anything works. It's just like 
I don't know, be blessed with like discipline and passion and people fucking have that. Like if you can like if you can use your craziness and that's why I asked you like were you lost before that cuz I was until I was like, "Oh, I can use my like weirdness as like a power." Like the pendulum can swing the other way and that's yeah, no, when facts. I found like a path was I was like, "Oh, I can y- harness this energy." Just like you can harness that nervousness before you go on stage and use his power or you can just go up there and be a bumbling idiot like nah facts and I, you know like i don't necessarily i guess i didn't understand when you asked because i don't think i've ever really felt like lost in life you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like, i've always been a very resourceful guy and um you know if my money was ever low like i always knew it was me to blame and you know it was in my control mm-hmm. i've always felt like i'm gonna be all right um but now looking at the question, now that we're talking about it, I guess there was definitely one thing that I changed in my mindset, you know, because you will spend time looking at everything and and trying to figure out how you can fit in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's definitely like the wrong way to go about it. You have to look at the things that are unique to you and embrace those things and, you know, use them to your advantage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's important. Hey, guys, let me keep it a buck with you. This is by far the best bud I've encountered in the tri-state area. With impeccable sealed packaging. Wait, let me show you. Clients know that their product has never been tampered with. There's also hundreds of strains, so you'll never be able to try them all. Each jar comes with an eighth of nuggets and a humidity pack, so it stays fresh forever. If you're interested, simply check out my people over at Weedy Gonzalez on Instagram, and don't forget to tell them who sent you. Let's get back to the show. Like when you, I don't know how you, like when I started having conversations that I wanted to have, not like what I thought someone else wanted to hear, people started fucking with it. It's like people can tell when you're doing it for you or when you're doing it for other people. I mean, look, I don't even like to do interviews, bro. I don't do interviews. I'm honored really that don't. you do this for I, Nah, but I don't do interviews. Like, I'll do maybe one a year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And at that, it's either going to be, you know, Peter Rosenberg or someone of, of that caliber. Like, yeah. I'm not doing them. But, um, you know, I, I, I was able to, I did my research and I looked and I'm like, you know, I, I admire that. You're just having fun. And that's important. You know what I'm saying? You're not yeah. Gonna, you haven't asked me a corny question yet. I appreciate that, you know man. I was nervous before. I don't really get nah, nervous before conversations. Questions, like, bro, and it's like, I don't know, you know, maybe you Googled, maybe you did your homework, maybe you didn't, I, whatever. But, like, I started, like, feeling really um, anti-interview when they're just asking you the same questions over and over. And it's like, bro, did you not, like, go back and look yeah. at some other interviews to at least try to ask a couple things? Like, you know, there's overlap. Yeah, fine. I'm not going to, whatever. But now you're like five questions in, and they're all the same as the last fucking five interviews. Like, come on. No, and so I, shouts to you. Thank you, man. That no, that really does mean a lot because I don't want to do that. Like, nah, bro, have fun. Smoke I weed, was when I was funny. Enjoy, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, just do you. When I was 16, I got in a wicked bad hockey accident to trying to impress a girl. I didn't even wicked play bad. hockey. I'm from Massachusetts. <laughs> wicked, wicked bad. bad. <laughs> I got in a wicked bad, and I had to lay in a dark room for a month, and. I couldn't listen to music. I couldn't do anything. All I could do was listen to podcasts and stand-up because it was talking. It wasn't like... And what I learned in that month from just listening to podcasts 
helped me out. Like I learned how to like actually handle my shit and deal with it. And of course I had to mold that, but that's what I don't care about anything except maybe a 16 year old who's out there having a shitty time who hears this. It's like, Oh, maybe if I do fucking harness my craziness, then I can be successful. Cause that's what podcasts I listen to did for me. Like, that's all that matters is like the knowledge that comes from a real conversation, not like, I don't know, the dumb questions that everyone asks, you know? You gotta be too structured. You gotta just like let, just relax and just do you, you know what I'm saying? For real. Yep. As I take a sip of my iced tea. So, how do you. <laughs> God damn it. You got me in the fucking. <laughs> I am so happy we didn't work. Have you ever worked with Real Bad Man? Um, yeah, yeah, I did some, yeah, yeah, um, I'm on, what are we, at the song, what is it called, Chicken Scratch, off the, I forget the name of the, of the, of the project, um, and I've done a couple other things for him that haven't come out yet, but shout to him, that's my dog, he's always, um, uh, real, real thoughtful and shit, sending me the drip. What made you, like, a businessman, like you are now, with, like, fungus and your beer, and, like, being able to expand outside of just the art so that it keeps you going with the art? Um, just knowing that even like before, before I'd been in it for like two years, you know, like rap isn't something I want to do 24 seven. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to do this shit 24-7 and just be the only thing you do. Like, that's fucking boring. It's going to burn out quick. It'll get tired real fast. So um, it's not necessarily about even the money. Like, even though money is good when you come up with, you know, other ways of residual income, it's also just to stay, like, motivated and to have fun and to just do different shit. That's all it is. Like, I don't even drink beer. Oh, really? Not really. Like, I used to drink beer when I was, like, young. You know what I'm saying? I don't drink beer. I'm in my wine champagne stage of life. Oh, are you? Yeah, for sure. But... You ever have, like, what, that natural wine? Of course. You ever meet... What's the... What'd you say? Clovis. Clovis, yeah, yeah. That's my dog. Yeah, he invited (laughs) me to Paris first time. He put me on. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's super weird. He's like, I like your music. You want to come to Paris? And I was like... I and went to Paris and we learned all about natural wine. That's how I my, never been the same since. Real, my nah, grandfather was a wine collector, and my mom and I. This is so weird. My mom and I became like really close watching "Fuck That's Delicious" together, and, and he was always on it. Yeah, and my bro, mom was he's like, the, "He's the real, deal. he's the one, real deal." He's my the mom real knew deal. that shit with the, the wine, and she's he's, the, he's probably one of the only men that I'll let like fucking. Because you go, it's funny because the first time we went there. Like I hadn't, I think that was the first time I'd been to Europe. Yeah, first time I had crossed the pond, it went straight to Paris and shit. And it was like culture shock because you know what I'm saying. I wasn't used to motherfuckers like coming in for the mwah and the mwah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you were gonna, you were gonna elbow them real quick. Yeah, nah, just like a little, you know. But whatever, and then or, or even being in a crazy restaurant and like you know someone assembling like the perfect bite on a spoon for your grown man. Being like, yeah. you have to try this. You know Feeds it to you. <laughs> but. He's the real deal. He is the real deal. Like he's put me on to. I've you know I've enjoyed some amazing wine and amazing food. Fucking with him, that's my dog for life. Good peoples. That uh, but other than just like you, the longevity that you can now create with like creating businesses outside of it. I feel like a lot of artists, no matter what it is, die off because they don't realize you kind of have to expand. 
and have as many many fucking legal streams of income as possible like 100 percent, 100 percent. and you know like every everything like everything that you something it doesn't have to always be about being super lucrative obviously like yeah at the end of the day we're trying to take care of our families and shit but you know again like first and foremost it's about keeping things fun keeping them fresh you know what i'm saying like not that's just like all right putting out another album dropping another vinyl yeah dropping another video but you can tell when people do that you boom 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 yeah that i'm about to come out with a pizza are you yeah coming out with a fucking pizza what's it is it like a prime apple pizza what's gonna be on it uh, all Colombian ingredients. All right. First of its kind. In New York? Uh, that's a big pizzeria in New Jersey. So it's in Hoboken, New Jersey, Atlantic City. He's like the man. I don't know if there's an iller pizzeria on the East Coast. What's it called? Tony Bologna's. Tony Bologna's. It's right the... next to If you was at Mark's shop, you should have went because one of them is right next to it. It's the craziest pizzeria ever, especially if you smoke weed. All right. I'll go... wild shit. Tony Bologna's and the Crime Apple Pizza's coming out? Tony Bologna Crime Apple Pizza coming out, and you know, you're going to be able to get it anywhere in the 50 states. We're going to ship oh, shit. anywhere in the country. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to come with a QR code that you can scan, and you get an exclusive four-track album Ooh. about fucking pizza. <laughs> <laughs> really? Just so I don't get bored with life, you know. Damn, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you really are having fun with it. You're not trying yeah. to stick to like the like. I'm having a blast, bro. People care about different shit. I'm trying to be happy. Have you all? Is that like? Is, is that a recent thing that you've been thinking about, or is that something that's always been in uh, your mind? Yeah, I mean, definitely at least a, the at least a lot. I don't know. The the tide definitely turned at some point. Did you ever get lost? What lost in the sauce? No, did you ever get lost in the game? I've been lost. Yeah, I've been lost in the sauce. <laughs> no, sure. lost in the game I've where it's like doing back, you know, doing doggy paddling in the sauce. <laughs> um, no. I come in and you have like these, you know. Um, I think put it like this: this is like a shift that I think about sometimes that I notice on myself is that when I first came in, like hip hop is like the only fucking genre that was like so fucking extra competitive, extra. You know what I'm saying? And that's like one of the cool things about it. It's one of the great things about it. And it's also one of the corny things about it to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the beginning, it was like, that's what I was on. It was like fucking kill mode. <laughs> and I can still go into that mode. Um, but yeah, in the beginning, that's what it was. Like, you want to be the fucking illest. You want everyone to fucking know it. You, even at that time, you know, I'm like, I'm going to get the fucking illest fucking record deal. And then, uh, you know, and you have it all built up in your head how it's supposed to be. And then after just living life and doing my thing and seeing how it played out, I was like, oh, I had it all wrong. Like, none of that shit really fucking matters. You know what I'm saying? Because those are all things that are, like, to, like, display for other people. It's not really going to make me completely happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really care about all those shits. Like, I, I don't care if everyone knows how ill I am. You know what I'm saying? As long as the people who know know. I'm all right, you know what I'm saying. Don't yeah. need a record deal, you know what I'm saying. I was, you know, I, I, I had I had property and you know f- nice vehicles, and you know saw a lot of different countries without it, you know what I'm saying. So that was definitely a shift for sure. Is just sitting back and having a good time, you know. And it's not like be, don't be lazy, don't be complacent. But keep it fun. Keep yourself inspired. Keep yourself on your toes. Well, it's the famine mentality that people have that they think there's o- only yes, so many yes, slices yes, of the yes, pie. Yes, yes, like yes, the yes, amount yes. of people who told me, 
at the beginning of quarantine. Too many podcasts. Too many. Don't start a podcast. There's so many fucking podcasts. Don't start. It's like, yeah, too much content. That's the studio yeah, that we're talk. in. It's like, that's not what it that's is. Bullshit. If that's you're doing bullshit. it for yourself, people are going to realize that. It's like. I don't know who said that shit, but it was like two blades of grass will always grow where one once stood. There's more than enough for everyone. For everyone. More like. Than more than enough. And that's what keeps people in those cycles, those loops of whether it be with money or with creativity nah, or yeah, with that life. Fear, that fear of lack will always have you living in a state of lacking. Every time that I've decided to close my eyes and jump off the cliff of life, yeah. something always grabs me because I know that my heart's in the right place and I know of I'm course. doing it, but I have to just step into that fucking i had to face the wolf in the dmt trip yeah. honestly <laughs> like i have to face the wolf for the door to open up like that's no, gonna be your first album face yeah the wolf. face the wolf <laughs> not but, real talk though you have to yeah. jump off the cliff every time and honestly i think 9.9999999 times out of 10 the worst thing that's gonna happen if you don't take flight is you're not gonna fucking hit the concrete and go splat you're just going to get a, like a couple bumps and bruises. You yeah. get up and be able to jump again. This is so dumb, but I uh, I love riding my bicycle. I live out in the woods in Massachusetts, so there's all these bike trails through the woods and I like to I write my comedy that way. I put on like I'll put on your music, ride like 20 miles and just write comedy. That sounds fun. It's so fun. And I was doing that the other day and I hit a pothole, and I just went flying. Like, I just went. Yeah, you're a big dude, too. You're, like, <laughs> big kind of tall. Yeah, probably, I fucking like... scraped up my whole side. And I was so scared to get back out there and, like, do it again. But it was, like, the pain wasn't that bad. Like, you, you're so scared of something that isn't yeah, even yeah. as bad as it's going to be. Like, you have to be scared. You have to be ready to fall off the bike if you want to go for a ride. Like you have to be ready to fall off the bike. It's like going up to like you know. It's like courtship going up to a woman. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know I've been like that for years. I know a lot of friends of mine that are like ah, and I have other friends of mine who are like fuck that. Are you, know you confident like, like that in your music? That. You're confident. Yeah, yeah for sure. That, yeah, yeah, cause like you know you grow up and you realize you know what I'm saying. Like I remember being young and shit. I was like the note guy. Like yes or no. Um, yes or no. <laughs> I'm. I don't know. Fucking pull up to the locker and be like, "Hey, what's up?" Like I wasn't mean. I really am confident, but on stage, I'm way like on stage. I'll talk to anyone and say anything, but off stage, I just. I like. I also don't. Whatever. I don't like. Like I'm too busy to fucking worry about that shit. I'm on the road anyway. I'm not trying to like. When you're doing your thing. There's like a, you know, your people get lost in the pussy. That's some real or Ani or Dick, whatever. If you if yeah, that's yeah, what you, but you get lost and that's all you want, so you're not focusing. Like I know friends that that's all they care about. I definitely care about it. I care about it too, but I'm not going to care give a up lot about it. Like you care a lot about? Would you pick it over a fucking like a bag? Never. That's what I'm I'll saying. But other people do pick it over the bag. Yeah, no, that's what do they say in Forty Year Old Virgin? They put the nuts. pussy on the pedestal. Yeah, yeah, that's, no, that's that's unacceptable in my world. But um, no, nah, but I will say like you know um, when you're doing your thing, you know, like you go from, I don't know, like I might have had like fucking a hundred followers on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Before the shit. And 
at that rate, you know, who do you really talk to on a daily basis? You don't. Know, you talk to like your immediate circle, you know, your significant other if you have one. Yeah. Maybe your folks every here and there, you know, your handful of friends if you're lucky to have any. And then it goes from that to like what feels like everyone trying to talk to you. Feels like fans are DMing you every day. You know what I'm saying? There's always a, a bunch of emails to, you know, it's just, it goes from being like literally being in isolation to being in contact with so many people. Is that so, hard for you to deal with? Because I literally just got to the precipice of too many people are messaging me for me to keep up with it, and it's kind of overwhelming. So, no, nah, you gotta, you, you know, you gotta keep your shit in check. Like, it yeah. I guess sometimes I, maybe sometimes I think it's overwhelming me, but I know when to just like fucking put my shit down. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might see some shit and be like, all right, like, cool. I'll get back to you when I want to get back to you. Like, I don't feel the anxiety of having to answer everyone. Like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck that. Mm. You're coming to me for the answer, and I'm gonna give it to you. But I'm not gonna sit here and lose hair over the shit. You know yeah, I, mean? I just feel this like weird thing with social media where it's like I know I need to use it to grow right now, but yeah. I hate it. Like yeah. I would rather fucking have a flip phone. You know what I mean? Oh, like, of course. Well, that's the duality of of shit, right? Yeah. That's I, you know I'm at a place where like. We were talking about before, like how rap is like the super competitive thing, and everyone's like, ah, and like I still enjoy that, but at the same part of me, I'm like fucking, you know, a little more grown up now, and I'm like, this is the fucking dumbest job ever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I want to do other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's cool, but I just cannot just do this. I have to. But you are doing that, and that's where a lot of people get lost. I think a lot of people don't realize that, and then they fall off after, whether six years, five years, not fall off. But just like not know how to keep it going after the music or after the comedy or after the art or after whatever it is. Yeah, I'm not, look, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having a fixation um, with being great. You know what I'm saying? Like Mamba mentality all day, yeah. all day long. That's what it's all about for sure. Passion, discipline. Those yeah. are my top two. There you go. And. Patience is another one, I think. I'll add it's a good to one. it. Patience. Add patience. But, like, that cannot, at least for me personally, that cannot be, like, 24 hours of my day. It can't. Yeah. I got to chill. I got to eat some Cheez-Its. I got to <laughs> rub my cat's belly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. I got to watch some stupid shit on TV yeah. once in a while. I got to just do nothing sometimes. I got to sit in the studio when I should be working, and I just got to sit there and drink fungus and stare at the ceiling. I got to do that. I you got to relax. Just, you got to relax. People just, you know, a lot of people just don't don't know how to relax. Like there are two we- uh, two weekend days to five weekdays. Like there's a reason there's that, and even if you're not on the nine to five schedule, like there's a reason that there's a break from the work, no matter yeah, what, no matter what your job is or anything. And I'm so mad we got off the last track because I did want to ask you about people messaging you and all that and the fucking gambler's fallacy. Why you, is that a real uh, dude who reached out to you, or is no, that he some joke? That. Is that, that, that a that's real that's real shit. shit? I wasn't like, sure cause that that you gave yeah, him the fucking. Did he ever hit you up after that? Yeah, he's fucking <laughs> when the song came out. He was like, "Salute, King." <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, no, that was a real tweet, and I don't. I thought it was just funny because I, was I like, thought that bro, was. I just like fucking had like. A threesome. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. I didn't pay for it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was fucking real funny. I wasn't, like, I was, like, offended for, like, 0.2 seconds, and I was about to fucking respond to the tweet, 
with just like the ill receipt. I was about to like post a porno of myself. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Look at me right now. This is me getting fucking topped off on the balcony. But I was like, no, no, no. I'm being dumb. Man. I'm being a fucking idiot. That's like funny. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to throw it in the joint. And just you know, just make a dope ass track, yeah. Make a dope record about it, you know. So I thought I didn't know if that was real or not because I because nah, we're talking about tweet. people That's like reaching tweet. out to us and I don't stuff. Know what he, uh, I don't know what he thought, maybe because <laughs> I like I have a beard and shit. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know what he thought. Also, he I gotta wrong. say, meeting you in person, you're not a ginger. Shout out, Kip. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not. And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, you know? I but know. People gotta respect. Kip's my boy, though. The beard is gold. Yeah, you know it is 100%. So that's one thing people always get fucked up when they're illustrating me, though. So it's, <laughs> that's all good. Like, they no, always I paint don't. my shit like red and they always give me like a fucking skin baldy. <laughs> like, I have a fade, it's really low, it's like a one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a translucent fade. I'm my hair's going real bad. I'm just. Yeah, you're fucking Jason Statham-ing hard. Right I'm gonna now. look like Larry David <laughs> real soon. Yeah, you are. It's not gonna. It's how I met Kip was the funny, you know, uh, Kip yeah. the fuck. I I was looking for his mural in Worcester. That's like 15 minutes away from me. And I was about to give up and I had on a Griselda hoodie. And he comes up, he goes, nice hoodie. I'm like, I'm fucking looking for your shit. And we've been boys ever since. That's we went fire. to see Benny two days ago. That's but shout it was just I never the, met him, but shout out to him. Yeah, no. If you're ever out in Mass to see the mural, I literally live 15 minutes away from oh, there. Oh, that's dope. It's just total coincidence. I'm glad we cleared that up, though. Yeah, my shit is not red. Not red at all. No. <laughs> no, no. You do have a great eye for art, too. Thank you very much. That's I like... It. I had a lot of time to, I guess, look at shit. You know, I always say that. Like, being a fan for so long, you know, I kind of was able to understand and pay attention to, like, how people rolled the music out or rolled out an album and their artwork and shit. That shit is important, bro. Like, you could be, like, a real so fucking important. tight artist. But your album cover is just ass, and it just you shot yourself in the foot, yeah, at the gate. And that you give the artists the chance to do what they want. Literally, uh, people listen to this. Probably two weeks ago, I had Bernard artwork on Bernard art, and he was saying that you just let him do what he wanted on that album cover. Yeah, uh, yeah for sure. I mean, like Paris, I told him, like Eddie, a brief, you know, I was like, "Yo, I yeah. had this vision, but do you?" And he—that's one of and my favorite—that's one of my favorite album covers. It. Yeah, that yeah, one's he hard. That shit. Shout out to my cat on that album cover. <laughs> Is that actually your cat? Of course, my cat. Ninja Assassin. Oh, I didn't even really. That's, you <laughs> got the cat mean. on the chain. Yeah, yeah. We, Damn. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing me. I'm doing me, bro. Like, I know. <laughs> I don't know if people are cat people. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm an animal person, period. I just ended up with my cat for, you know, almost 10 years now just by circumstance. We was together. I had my cat when I was, like, fucking broke, bro. Really? How'd you, so find, how'd you find it? Um, you know what? It belonged to my ex at the time. And, you know, when things just went astray, yeah. she couldn't take him with him. So I just held him down. I was like, man, I'm not going to put you in no fight. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't trying to see him in a shelter or, like, a, no fucking way. Like, yeah. that's my dog. That's your cat. That's my cat, but that's my <laughs> yeah. dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no. and, you know, we was together Been there with from Chinese the beginning. fried rice and shit. And now he's got the fucking most expensive cat food money he can buy. <laughs> Living like a king. He lives. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. He definitely lives better than some underground rappers. <laughs> That's be that's to be quite to be quite honest. He's living quite a life. But he's been there from the beginning. He's been there from that's the That's awesome. You got the chain on the album oh, artwork. Yeah, I need him with me everywhere because I can't. You know, I would love to. Um, I would. I would, you know, I thought about this when I was before COVID, when there was a lot of traveling, and I thought about like, damn, like, you know, maybe I could bring him with me and shit. Um, but one of the things that they have to do 
I guess I you know I realized they have to sedate a cat to put it on a plane or any animal I guess. And what I've read is that um, some cats, their you know their personalities can be altered forever. Oh shit! There's really? a chance you run the risk of like that shot altering their mood forever. Damn! And I was like, ah, it's not worth it. You know, what I'm not saying? worth like, it at all. No, not worth it. You know? I feel that my I have a r- black lab named Ruby, and like I'm always on the road doing shows and podcasts and stuff, and I like never get to see her. And like whenever I get to see her, I miss her so much. But yeah, like, lucky though, that's different. It's different because dogs, you know, dogs, yeah, can, dogs can ride with you. you yeah, that's saying? yeah. And I don't think it's the same thing like with the shot. I don't think it. I don't. No, I, I could be wrong. You know, I want to get fact checked by a veterinarian. You here. just gotta get a sprinter but, and keep that cat on the sprinter, man. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That be yeah, but that's like yeah, it's tricky, man. Are you hitting? I want to see you tricky. perform. Do you, are you hitting the road anytime soon? Oh uh, yeah, we're we're doing um, we're doing the real late shows in November, right? So that's New York City and. uh in Maryland, and where then, Maryland? Uh, Silver Springs. Okay, I don't know the name of the venue. Silver Springs, though. Um, that's November, and then in December we're doing uh, L.A. Um, and then everything else. I'm in the midst of putting it together right now. Dope. Um, so I'm trying to see. I'm most likely going to be out of the country. Oh, really? Born in the 2022. Yeah, I got to get back out there. You know, that's so, awesome. I love rocking in Europe, so. I need to get back out there and and the live performance was lost for a lot like especially during quarantine but like I feel like some rappers just don't even care about it but you like I feel like you're going to kill it live like oh no, I'm definitely I, no I, I feel like you live truth, you I is care, like I care about it but like yeah I definitely I want to do it but like when it comes to like the shows like I have fight definitely um could totally live without them in terms of paying the bills Oh yeah, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's like, all right, cool. Like I, I tell you the truth, man. Like especially with underground rap and shit, like it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Some of the shows pay better than others and shit. For me, it's just the love of being able to go and connect with the people. Yeah, because I could drop a fucking hoodie tomorrow, and you know, make, make. two or three times more than any of these shows is willing to pay. Mm-hmm. No problem. It's a lot easier, right? And just yeah. Sitting at home and it's like, all right, hoodie for sale. But a lot of people don't care about like going out on doing shows and stuff. They realize that. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not. That is part of the full. I love it, but I'm not. I don't love it that much where it's like, yo, crime, just come rock for the love. Like, no. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Would you ever do like a big tour, like 50 cities, like, or not? Yeah, 100%. I think the biggest thing we've done, we did uh, 2019. And 2019, our run was like, I don't know, it might have been like 13 or some shit like that, 13, 15, which is light in comparison to 50. No, but, but that's it still felt like we yeah. were just like always, you know what I'm saying? Like we we're just always on the move. That shit was fucking wild. You have to eat shit like oh, eat fast man. food late at night like sometimes I hate man, that shit. I blessed enough to you know know the areas and shit, but yeah. like I'm trying to think of what was ass. Norway was ass, bro. <laughs> Norway? But their 7-Eleven was fire. Where what has the Spain to me is the worst weed I've ever smoked. Oh, that's terrible. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get good weed when I go. I've never been. I mean, you definitely. I was supposed to go, and then I, I ended mean, up in Norway. I mean, duh, so. you're going to get better weed than I can't place yeah, it. That's just, that's just a fact. Like, But no, I got some trash bunk weed when I was in Spain. Nah, but the food is going to be fire. I know that. Yeah. I know the food is going to be fire. Yeah, nah. The food is going to be fire. If you're ever in Barcelona, there's a little beach town called Sitges, an hour north of it. And, like, if you can take, like... 
three days just to chill there. For real, it's like... Barcelona. 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 I dated two girls who moved to Europe while dating me. That doesn't look good on my end. That doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Really yeah. <laughs> Jesus, they had to get that far away from me. Yeah, I, yeah. One girl started working for Parliament in Scotland, and then the other girl started doing like, like shit in fucking Spain. Uh, that's pretty lit, though. Also, I got to visit. It looks. I mean, I got to also, visit. It could also mean that you're like a worldly guy. I, I hope so. I like traveling. Like, yeah. I don't like. I I feel dumb. Like, I can't sit in one place for more than three days. Oh, I definitely can't. I like, I'm, even during the pandemic. Like, as soon mm-hmm. as I was like, I'm out. Like, I'm on no the move. I'm like, I don't care. I need to go record music. And, I started this podcast over quarantine. Yeah, I like, the fuck out of the house I couldn't do sure. that shit. I, do it. I left my house every day. Me too, yeah, me too. Even if it was just a drive, I would just like, I'm going to go drive for like two hours. This is fucking crazy. Yeah, did a lot of mushrooms, took a lot of walks. Because I was on Cape. I could literally do mushrooms and go to the beach. It yeah, was that's fire. That's fire. Ride my bike. It was a great time. Yeah, definitely a lot of mushrooms during the quarantine. Big time. Man, thank you so much for doing this. I really oh, appreciate your on. time. No, this was like... My pleasure. This was an honor, for real. My pleasure. Um, People, do you I mean, people know they can find your stuff. Crime Apple everywhere yeah, you don't need to we don't need how to, to do all that Google, shit Google. man thank you so much oh man my guy and we oh shit we gotta drink fungus sometime i wish i you know what yeah man you sometime gotta, yeah yeah you know holla gustavo um hot chocolate fungus coming soon though be on the lookout for that i just had <laughs> some hot chocolate two days ago and i wrote like five songs in five minutes yeah no totally and i wasn't out of whack i was on point that's on deck crime apple pizza coming soon at Tony Bologna's? Tony Bologna's, but again, you can order it and get it anywhere in the country. With a new EP. With a new EP. I've been fresh. Can you, the beer, is that still available? I think the beer is a wrap. I don't know. There might be like, I know you can't, you, the beer was something that you couldn't order right off like the first couple of days. And I guess whatever stores bought enough, like they're, I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. want to send anyone on a goose chase. There's I probably understand. like a liquor store or two in California that might still have a couple cans, but like. If you have it, you're lucky. If you have it, you're fucking lucky. Man, thank you so much for doing this. Yo, my G, thank you for having me. Peace, everyone. <laughs>